You're listening to the 1% Factor Podcast with Coach Shakina, where I talk about how small changes and insights can have the greatest impact over time. Whether it's in life or business, you'll learn principles and strategies that when implemented will help you grow your business and design a lifestyle that's in alignment with who you are and fuels your purpose, passion, and vision. Despite what's going on in the world right now, despite what businesses are similar to yours or what titles that they actually carry, you're not like everybody else. And so you get to decide how you show up in the world and how you show up for your business, how you show up for your clients, how you show up for yourself. Okay, so I'm a, I'm a big believer in that being a business owner is is a journey. And it's one that allows you to learn more about yourself, to learn more about your purpose and your gifts. And it's something that allows you to to do something that only you can do. And whatever that is, you get to own that. So why not create something the way, in a way that you want and suits you best? All for that. So the purpose or the idea of having to create your own business, create your own, there's freedom in creation. And I'll talk a little bit about that more, but let's say you're, you're not being selfish, right? So let me take a step back for a moment. When you get to create the things that you want out of your business, you're not actually being selfish in a way that you, in, in a way that you actually think. We have to let go of the stigma that you have to be the next Steve Jobs or the Elon Musk or the Gary Vee or whoever next billionaire maker, right? Just to make it, just to make it in the business that you're in, right? But that's a different conversation for a you know, another day. But when you fully embraced just how unique you are as a business owner, as a person, and you fully understand that you're able to create and design your business any way that you want so that it serves your needs, you're going to see that there are very few things that can stop you from getting what you want. Creativity is a must for yourself and as entrepreneurs. So I hear some of you saying that, well, I'm not really a creative person. Okay. You kind of are right? As entrepreneurs, as CEOs, we're always full of ideas. And I know that because every person that I coach, every entrepreneur that I speak with always has lots of ideas and they want to implement all of them all the time at the same time. (laughs) Okay. Including me. I've done there. I've been that. I've done that uh, multiple times, but in the, the true CEO mindset, the true entrepreneur are we're always creating something. So you're creating something all the time. And it just may not be in the way that you've always thought about it. But as it relates to your business, there are a few ways that you can create that freedom in your business. So we're going to talk about, first up, is your schedule. So believe it or not, you don't have to work a 40-hour work week or even 50 or 60 or 80 or maybe even 10 or 20 or whatever that is, right? Just because um, you're just getting started or just because you've been in business for like forever, you do not have to work crazy hours in your business. You can create your own schedule however you like. Now, if you only want to work with clients on Tuesdays, you can do that. Or maybe you want to work a few days a week. You can do that too, right? If you are, say, for example, you're working a full-time job and you have a part-time business, you, you've already created something in place where you're working in and on your business, maybe a few hours a day or a few hours a week or a couple of days out of the week, whatever that is. Even if you're full-time in your business and and you're working constantly, then you can still organize your week however you like. It may take a little bit of time and commitment to actually change things over a bit, but you still have that as as a possibility. 
So I'm going to walk you through an exercise here. Hopefully you can um, have time to find something to write with. Let's start over. So I'm going to walk you through an exercise that's going to help you organize your schedule. With creative freedom, you have to be very deliberate in what you do on a daily basis, on a weekly basis, on a monthly basis, or whatever. And I want you to take out a sheet of paper or your calendar or your best note-taking thingy, whatever that looks like. And you can transfer this later to um, your calendar at you know whenever you like. But for now, just take a few notes and come back to listen as you need to. So I'm a big believer in designing your business around your lifestyle and not the other way around. And that's why so many people don't have the time they want to do other things, or they say they don't have enough time in the day. And that's because they've scheduled things around their business. Okay. So we're going to start off with things that you need to organize in your life. And then we'll skip over to the business side of things. So you're going to block off time on your calendar or for the days and the time for the following items, your vacation. And specifically what I'm talking about vacation here is longer periods of time away from work. So anything that you currently have planned or would like to have planned or whatever, maybe you're taking July, the month of July off, or maybe the month of December off or, you know, four weeks out of the year or two weeks out of the year, whatever that is. I want you to schedule that. I also want you to schedule holidays and birthdays, right? The ones that you want to celebrate. I don't know about you, but my holidays and birthday, we celebrate that. <laughs> okay. And any holidays that you observe and want to celebrate, make sure you have that blocked off. You're also going to want to consider non-business events. So it has nothing to do with business. Um, we can talk about other business events in the other side of your work schedule. But for now, we're talking about non-business events. So maybe you want to attend community events that are happening. Um, I'm here in Philadelphia, and so they have the Adun Day Festival. So it's an African festival that they have every single year. I would love to go to that. So I make time to go to that. And so that is what that is a non-business event, just hanging out, having fun. They even have concerts here down by the water, but non-business events that I want to attend. Also put time uh, for family and friends. So maybe you have kids recitals to go to, holiday breaks, date nights with your partner, maybe uh, an outing with grandma, golfing with pop, you know, hanging out with dad, whatever that looks like. Time with family and friends. And yes, you need to schedule that because a lot of times we forget to live and our family and our friends suffer for it, right? Because we're always working. So make sure you have time for family and friends. Also time for yourself. So, and this is very different, very, very different from spending time with family and friends and with, with, and with kids, right? These are things that you do for yourself to help you detox from all the busy things happening in your life that makes you a sane person and really don't want to burn down all of humanity, right? So this is about getting back to you, back to your center, back to making you feel like you're a human and, and doing the things that you want. So always schedule time for yourself. And I recommend doing this daily as opposed to like weekly or monthly because that just sounds bananas. But for the most part, always have time for yourself scheduled daily. Next, personal development. So that could be uh, something that you want to learn, like guitar lessons or learning to code or whatever that is, make time to learn and grow because you're entitled to growth in that way. And I put here quarterly and annual reviews and because maybe you have a financial goal that you want to accomplish for the year. Maybe you're trying to buy a house. So 
how do you stay on track with your goals to make sure that you're actually going there? So if you're trying to buy a house in this economy and you want to try to save up twenty, thirty thousand dollars then you need to know that you're hitting your monthly goals every month if you, you intend to save part of your money. So maybe you need to spend uh, two, $3,000 a year, a month, excuse me, just to make sure you're on track to be able to afford a deposit in the next couple of years, right? Whatever that looks like. But you always want to review to see if you are meeting your goals. So for the business side of things, right, these are things that you actually want to, to schedule as well. So professional development, and this is a thing you want to learn for your business. So if you're a coach, a business coach, maybe you want to learn how to um, work in the agile system. Maybe you want to work with how to, in the financial aspect of it, maybe you're a life coach and want to learn um, NLP training or something like that. Whatever that is, you want to schedule your professional development. And, And of course, it's going to help you grow, so you want to be mindful of that. But you're also going to want to schedule sales conversations. So if you were have been with me for any part of time, and especially in our last um, conversation, I talked about a simple ways to organize your day. This is some of the things that you schedule that you put in your calendar. So what time of the day and what days and what time will you be having sales conversations? And you can schedule that out. For the busy entrepreneur, if you have a full week, then maybe your days will be Tuesdays and Thursdays between the hours of 11 and 2. Right. And that's when only when you have sales conversations. Right. Whatever that looks like. When are you going to meet with potential potential clients? You want to have time scheduled out to actually do that. What days and time are you going to work on marketing related activities? Right. And like I said in the last video, there's four things that you need to do in order to simplify your day. But you always need to work on in a particular order if you don't have clients or you do have clients. Sales is always first. Marketing is second because marketing attracts the clients to you. But if to put it on your calendar or to, to schedule your freedom, if you will, then what days and time are you going to work on marketing related activities? And that could be creating videos, that could be writing a blog, that could be uh, creating a podcast episode, whatever that is, you want to make time on your calendar to actually do that. Next is client work. So when are you dedicated? When are you going to work on the client work? What, how many days and how many hours are you going to spend during the week to work on actual client work? So again, maybe you don't want to work five days out of the week. Maybe you want to work out, maybe you want to work three days out of the week and only five hours of the day or something like that. You get to decide how you show up for that. And then how or what days and time are you going to work with admin-related things? And that could be sending invoices or reviewing your accounting or meeting with your bookkeeper or your assistant over what's happening in your business. So if you don't have any of those people, an assistant or a bookkeeper or whoever, a sales manager or a marketing manager or anything like that, then you need to put time on your schedule to balance your books, to send invoices, to follow up on uh, late invoices or things like that. So uh, scheduling that as well. And then I also put here monthly, quarterly, and annual reviews, right? So same thing with personal. You do the same thing with your business. Are you making the goals that you want to make? Are you uh, meeting your financial goals? Are you meeting your marketing quota? Are you meeting your sales conversations quota? Whatever that is, you want to make sure that you have time on your calendar to review your goals and make sure you're still on track to hitting them. And so 
With everything that I named from a scheduling standpoint, your business should live around the schedule that you've created for yourself. So you have the creative freedom to design your schedule however you like. And so with this type of freedom that you're looking at or looking for, a lot of it requires you to schedule some of these things, right? If you want to grow a business and live your life, then what you do is you schedule your business around your life, but you need to have something um, that is for your life. So your business can schedule around it, meaning you have your events, you have your birthdays, you are living your life. Maybe you like vacationing twice, maybe even three times a year. And then you, um, whatever that is, right? You get to decide how often you show up for your business, when you show up for your business, when you do client work, um, how much vacation time you take, when to go to non-business events, you get to decide. Again, your business is there to support your lifestyle, not the other way around. Right. But when you have a better understanding of where your priorities are, where your time lies, you'll have a you'll be able to balance how you show up in your business and your life. So I hope that makes sense. All right. So let's talk a more about one of the other ways that you can create freedom in your business. And this is through your services and offerings. So, again, you may not have the same title. You may have the same title as a number of people, but that doesn't mean you have to be everything to everybody. And just because I'm a business coach doesn't mean I need to, I need to offer everything underneath the business coaching umbrella, right? So I offer coaching around some key areas in your business that offers the greatest opportunity for you to grow, but other business coaches really specify on certain key aspects of it, right? They may not talk about mindset. They may not talk about the financial aspect of it. They may not talk about, or maybe they talk about specific uh, marketing strategies as their niche, but whatever that is, they get to decide and choose what services and offerings that you want to put out there in the world, right? So if you're a life coach, uh, maybe focus on trauma coaching only, and you don't do anything else. Maybe you're a creative and you only want to sell or offer certain types of services. Maybe you're a graphic designer and maybe you don't want to do logos, but you want to do um, prints and, and digital design for other creatives. Whatever that is, you get to decide. So I want you to, to consider something and think about something right now. What's something that you've been wanting to put out there but haven't yet because you're afraid what other people are going to say or that you're afraid that people won't buy it? Whatever it is, whatever the reason why you're not putting it out there, I want you to think about that and keep it in your mind for now. And then I want you to answer a few questions around it. Okay, so whatever the service again, answer these questions and you can write it down, you can come back to it later, <laughs> whatever makes sense to you. All right, so what are your potential clients' pain points and struggles? How does this service that you have created in your mind right now solve their struggles, those struggles that you've identified? What is the end result that your service provides for them? How is this? beneficial to them. And then you're going to write out three to five marketing bullets in present tense, starting with action verbs. So like learn, create, discover, things like that. Okay. And then I want you to figure out how much you're going to charge for this. So the idea is you, like I said, you have the creative freedom to design whatever services and packages that you actually want. And answering those questions will help you determine if it's viable or not. We love the creative freedom, but we have to know because we're in business that's actually viable. So I want you to keep in mind what your service is 
answer these questions for you right now. And then I want you to go out to about 10 people, no more than 10 people, that would be a potentially good fit for your service. And I want you to ask them a few questions around it to see if they're actually going to be interested in it. Again, no mass, no mass emailings or texting. I want you to do a personal reach out and invite them to speak with you for a few moments about this offering. And you can, if you like, ex- offer something in exchange for their time or not. But whatever information you collect, use it to decide if you're going to put it out there in the world. Okay. So if you're having trouble reaching out to that person, you could say something like, um, I'm in the process of adding uh, a new service that will help X with X. You know, given your background and likely a good fit for the program, I thought it would be interesting to get your feedback. Would you be open to answering a few questions in exchange for whatever? All right. So when you have these people on the line, um, hopefully in maybe not in person, but maybe a virtual meeting or in person, depending on where you're located, describe the service. Ask them, you know, does it sound beneficial to you or to others? Do you think there's a need for the service? Why or why not? And how much do you think the service would be? The idea here is to really determine how viable your idea is. Like I said, we want to, you have the creative freedom to design your services and your offerings however you like, but you also have an obligation to make sure that it is viable enough to bring enough business in your, to bring enough revenue in your business. And so taking those questions, asking those questions to uh, a select few people will give you an idea of, you know, what's available in the market. If people are actually interested, if they're actually wanting to buy, right? You are running a business. So you have to determine if this is something that people are ready to buy or not, right? So at the end of it, you get to put out something that people want to buy and is needed. So the third, one of the third ways, one of the, another way that you can actually create freedom in your business or create, you have creative freedom in your business is about your marketing. Now, again, if you've been with me any period of time, you've heard me say this many, many, many times. Marketing works if you work it, but consistently and strategically. So it doesn't matter what marketing channel you choose, but it's something that you vibe with and that gets you in front of your potential client hopefully in groups, potentially in groups. So you don't have to do what everybody else is doing when it comes to marketing, right? There's always going to be trends, highs and lows and everything else in between when it comes to new platforms and things to try, but you get to decide which one to do, all right? So if you don't want to do videos, you ain't got to do them. If you, if you don't want to do TikTok, you don't have to do them. If you don't want to do cold reach out or direct reach out or warm reach out or whatever it else you don't have to do it the point is you get to decide your marketing strategy however you like and many of the problems that i actually see when it comes to uh doing a particular marketing strategy is sticking with it long enough to see any results and that gets everybody that i've spoken with (laughs) so far too many people like to move on to the next thing when they don't see immediate results. How many of you have done that? Raise your hand or say something. How many of you have moved on to the next thing when you haven't seen immediate results, right? I I bet you there's a lot of people here. So marketing is all about testing your market. So you don't really know if a thing works or not if you don't give it a chance to work for you. So I want you to choose something. 
maybe some marketing strategy that you want to try or something that you've been thinking about or um, you know works, but you haven't done it yet. I want you to choose something, test it out for 30 days, maybe 60, depending on what the strategy is, and go all out. If it's posting consistently on social media for the next 30 days, do that. If it's doing TikTok reels or videos or Instagram reels or videos, then do that. If it's uh, working in Facebook groups for 30 days, do that. Whatever it is, pick something, test it for 30 or 60 days, go all out, document your results. Always document your results. You don't know if it's working or not unless you have data to, to review and consume, right? And then you're going to use that data to decide if it's worth keeping or not. Okay, so again, choose something that you want to try, test it out for 30 or 60 days, go all out, whatever it is, and then document your results and decide if it's worth keeping or not. So I talked about three different ways that you can create freedom in your business or you have creative freedom in your business. And I talked about your schedule and how you can, you don't have to work all the hours of the week just to bring in money, but you can be very specific and strategic, right? If you you want to design your business around your lifestyle and not your lifestyle around your business, you get to decide when to show up for clients, when to do client work, when to do your marketing, when you do your admin. And when you get to a certain point in your schedule or in your revenue level, you can actually have other people do other things, right? So your sales, you can have somebody else do sales conversations. You can have somebody else do your marketing. You can have somebody else potentially do your client work, depending on the industry that you're in. And you can have somebody else do the administrative thing. So as a true CEO, you're really overseeing all those things. But I digress a little bit. Your schedule, you have freedom to create and design however you like. Now, for your services and your offerings, you don't have to offer what everybody else is offering. You get to decide what those services are, what, what you're going to offer. But you also have an obligation as a business owner to decide if that particular strategy, uh, excuse me, if that particular service is viable and will bring in enough revenue. Maybe you offer it, maybe not as a full service, but maybe as a as a side service or something else. If it's something that you really want to do, you have an obligation to test that out and see if it's actually something that somebody needs. And then you have an additional freedom of how you show up in your marketing. And so your marketing is whatever strategy that you want to choose, but you have to do it strategically and specifically and consistently. So whatever that is, you have to decide how you want to show up. So yes, you have the creative freedom or the freedom to create whatever you want in your business. You get to design it however you like. Too many of us think we because we're coming from either corporate or some sort of working background that we have to design how, how everybody else has. That's not true. <laughs> okay. So I want you to take some time to think through what you actually want. Is there anything that you've learned here that you want to implement? What have you learned? What are you going to do differently? It's always easy to consume information. It's even easier to do nothing with it. So out of everything that I've I've said today, pick something that you want to implement and then go rock out with that. And that wraps up another episode of the 1% Factor Podcast. If you'd like to experience more of this and want to learn how to build a calm, intentional, and impactful business outside of the hustle culture society we live in, go to thefocusceo.co forward slash 1%.